We need to have a certified bucket concert or something, man. Speaking of that, the Larry Hoover concert, I thought the tickets was free at first. But they said free Larry Hoover concert. I'm you like, hold on, free? Out. Hey, listen, <laughs> download the Hopper app. <laughs> What's up, what's up, and welcome to Certified Buckets, the can't-miss NBA podcast where we hit on all things hoops and culture, brought to you by Uninterrupted. I'm your girl, Ashley Nicole Moss, and as usual, I got my fellas with me, Christian Winfield and Lethal Shooter. How we feeling? What's going on? It's holiday season, y'all. What's up? You already know what time it is. <laughs> Had a nice little Christmas game ready for the right. new year. You're, y'all already know. It's time to turn up. I'm surprised, you didn't get, I'm surprised you didn't get cold for Christmas. <laughs> me? I, I have been oh, Santa's man. number one helper. You feel me? I just be right. out here doing the Lord's work. What about you, Lethal? Right. Did you ruin Christmas and, and the legend of Santa Claus for your kids yet? Or, or are they still nah, Absolutely. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a little strict on my funds right now. I told you I'm like Terry Crews and everybody hates Chris, but everybody, right. you know, I got to hook them up. You know, you know how it is. <laughs> Well, listen, we want to thank you all for supporting the show. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you happen to be listening. Get at us on social media at Certified Buckets. No vowels in the word buckets because we're too cool for all of that, like I've been telling you all year. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Interact with us and you might just hear your comments on the next show. So again, we are in another holiday episode. This time, it's a very special new New Year's edition. But first and foremost, we want to say happy holidays from us and everyone at Uninterrupted and the Spring Hill Company. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to us break down everything hoops and culture. And we cannot wait to bring you more content, more fun, more laughter in the year 2022. Now, before we get started on the show, fellas, how are you guys celebrating New Year's? It's, it's a good year. Yeah, you know the vibe. You know, I just got back from L.A. I was out there Flex. for Christmas. First time, no, you know, I got I traveled with the Nets for work, and they played the Lakers and the Clippers. And first time being out in L.A. during the holiday season, had a ball. Um, and now, you know, New Year's is right around the corner. I don't know about y'all, but I'm outside. I know we, uh, I know we're in the middle of a, <laughs> we of a little pandemic, but let's turn it up. What about y'all? What y'all got going on? Listen, yeah, first and foremost, just want to remind everyone, no matter how you're celebrating New Year's, wherever you are in the country, just be safe. You know, take mm -hmm. proper precautions. Absolutely. People are still mm -hmm. catching COVID. It's not over. Um, far from it. So just have fun, but do so responsibly and just make good decisions. That's all we ask. I agree 100%. I'm probably, I told you guys I'm trying to break a world record. So for New Year's, I'll probably be getting up shots and then go back in the house to make sure you I go, catch it. Is this the world record where you where you outshoot a robot? You know I'm waiting for that. <laughs> nah, nah. We, I'm still you, waiting that's, on that's, this. That's this man on his I am legend I'm, tip. I'm, I can't I'm going to be that. in the gym. I'm going to be in the gym while y'all party. If Lethal outshoots a robot, hands down, yes, no more questions. No more questions, no more comments. He he got it. He's got the title. Oh, well, listen, man. I'll be in Miami for New Year's, and you know that is okay, party central. Oh, I'm <laughs> telling everybody to be safe from COVID. Right. You're about to be listen, jammed up. It's at, we outdoors in Miami. It's 80 okay. degrees. We can be oh, outside. So you literally outside. We literally you outside. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. So, you know, that know. changes things a little bit. Still got to be Just safe. Just a little bit. Still be safe, Ash. <laughs> well, 2021 was the year where things kind of went back to normal, right? After the height of the pandemic, fans started coming back into stadiums and arenas. We have a full 82 game 
season. And aside from some teams being ravaged by COVID protocols, right, this Mm -hmm. year left plenty on the table for us to talk about. We saw breathtaking playmaking, all-time records being broken, and perhaps the changing of the guard with a new and unfamiliar NBA champion. So with all of that said, let's take a look at the 21 most certified moments of hoops and culture from 2021. All right, so let's get started with moment number one on the 21 certified moments of the year. So I'm going to start things off with the Suns in four guy goes viral after a fight in the stands between the Suns and the Nuggets. First and foremost, what a time to be alive, right? Right. The funniest part for me about that entire video was the Nuggets fan started the fight and then got his ass whooped. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You can't start a fight and then lose. Like the guy had, the the Suns in four guy had him by the jersey and he was wearing a Jamal Murray jersey. Not that that matters. Just want to put the details out there. He has him by the jersey and he's uppercutting him. And he says to the guy holding the camera, I'm beating your friend's ass. And then he goes, sons in four. <laughs> Listen, and, and, I know... and instantly he's a celebrity. <laughs> instantly. Yeah, I, I know we said, or I know I said that I wanted to see NBA players throw some hands, but these fans got hands too. Right. And that's just the epitome of it. Listen, if you're going to come to a game wearing the opponent's jersey, you just got to be, you got to be ready to fight because you right. know people are drinking. You right. know these guys are diehard fans and you say the wrong thing, you're going to end up on a meme just like my sons and four guys. So number one, shout out for him. And they were home. Add this detail. They were in and, Denver. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a, that's a fact. I forgot about that. And then what happened? Devin Booker said, yo, who is this guy? Right, right, right. Devin right, Booker right. was like, yo, I need that guy. Yo, shout out to the Suns and Four guy, man. Listen, and it was funny because it was Jamal Murray, the Jamal Murray jersey guy, and then his homeboy, and he had his little gold shade on with a fist, and he was like, yeah, we here, we in Denver. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and then the Suns and Four guy said, oh, word, y'all want to pick on me? Cool. Right, had him right. by the jersey and is uppercutting him with one hand, and his man's just backed away like, yeah, I don't want no smoke. My homie's on his own. I don't even want right. to do this with you. That's crazy. <laughs> you gotta pick better friends. I hope that guy yeah. trademarks sons and four. So like he's at least getting paid. You know what I you mean? You know what? Like, that that sounds like a t-shirt. It does. Yeah, yeah. it should be. If he was smart, yeah. every time someone said sons and four, he would get a check. I don't know if that's what he did, but that's what he should have did. How many times we gonna drop game on people and, and not get residual income off listen. that game? Hey, listen, we gotta <laughs> we need to start protecting the IP off this podcast because we've been putting up too many gems for some of these folks. Huh? Absolutely. Moving on to moment number two on the 21 most certified moments of the year. The Valley Oop, that's what it's called. The, the alley oop from Jay Crowder to, to DeAndre Ayton to seal game two uh in the Western Conference Finals last year. I mean, just a beautiful play when you talk about the pass from Crowder over the top to Aiden. And it just goes to show you more and more reasons why the Suns need to take care of DeAndre Aiden, if you're asking me. I mean, that is a franchise cornerstone piece. If you can lock him up with Devin Booker and and Bridges, I mean, credit to James Jones, the contract that that Mikhail Bridges, maybe I was a little bit critical of it earlier on, but we're just seeing now how versatile he is on both ends of the floor. But that play from DeAndre Aiden to really just to win that game and kind of just show the world that the Suns are for real in that play right there. Um, huge moment. That's that's moment number two. What do you guys think? 
I, I agree. I, I, I mean, I agree. if that didn't solidify a bag for him, I don't know what was going to. I mean, that was probably hmm. one of the most clutch moments of that conference finals between them and the Clippers. And I just don't know how you see that type of productivity on the floor and just say, eh, we're not going to pay him yet. It's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to hold of, off on this bag. Yeah. 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 And you, you know what that play, that play reminds me of, I don't know if you guys remember, I don't know what year the NBA Finals that was, but it was when the Magic played the uh, the Lakers. Mm. And um, I believe there was an out-of-bounds play and it was an alley-oop to Courtney Lee. And Courtney Lee didn't make it. No, I think he did make it for the win, right? And that was mm-hmm. the only game they won. Uh, it kind of reminded me of that play. Uh, and, and it's just really clutch. It takes a lot of hand-eye coordination and a lot of just like you got to really be locked in on that play because he could have missed that right he could have missed that he could have fumbled the ball so much but uh shout out to Aiden man I think people underestimate just how hard an alley-oop actually is there's a lot of timing that goes into it I know it looks quote-unquote easy when you think of like the mechanics of oh you pass the ball and the other person it's no like to anyone who's ever hooped even at the bare minimum level I'm talking like peewee basketball It's not that easy to do. Like, you literally have to be timed perfectly with your teammate to make that successful. So for him to do that in the clutch with seconds, not even half seconds left on the clock to seal that game for them, that was huge. Pay that man. Pay that man. Right. Shout outs to, to Josh, our stat guy. He got me on the correction. Courtney Lee actually missed that alley-oop layup and the Magic lost that game, game two against the Lakers. You see what I'm talking about? It's not that easy. Josh doing something right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Shout out to Josh. That's what I got. All right, so event number three, I got to go when LeBron kicked out the fan. I think it was like in November. um, The fan was talking crazy about his family. He went over there, took security to kick the fan out. And that was a huge moment for me because, like, once again, fans be fans. Have a good time. Have popcorn. Go on your dates. Take the kids there. But never disrespect the players. And I feel like this year, more players have been, you know, taking things into their own consideration by letting security know, like, hey, this person's talking reckless. Get him out of there. So once again, shout out to LeBron. Because fans have to be fans. Like, you know, players are humans. You know, we we can't be talking to them in a certain type of way and say, oh, that's their job. We're supposed to talk to them this type of way because they they should be able to still do this and knock down shots. No, talk to them crazy, but don't disrespect them. So get them out of here. There's another side to this conversation because... Remember, Kevin Durant just got fined $25,000 for telling a fan to, to shut up and sit down. He and, flicked yeah. them off. Yeah, that was yeah. A, few, a few few weeks ago. Yeah, and yeah. you look at that game, and I don't know what the fan said. I don't, well, no, the fan told him to stop crying, right? Oh, but yeah. But in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, yo, that can't be the first thing that fan said to him nah. all game, right? There had nah. to have been some type of ongoing dialogue. So where does that? where do we draw that line, right? Because as athletes... I can assume that there's only but so much you can be subject to from fans before you start to fire back, right? Absolutely. But at the same time, if you're not saying anything completely malicious to a to a fan who's saying things that are completely malicious to you, and then you got to get fined right. because this fan is talking out the side of his head, right? I, I don't, I don't. Where do you, where do well, we draw the line here? I think in in Kevin Durant's situation, it was more of the gesture. He flicked them off, and I guess the, the obviously the cameras must have caught that. So it's more yeah. of like you know that's an issue now for the league, right? I 100% believe that the fan just probably told him to stop crying. You know, I don't think they were going back and forth. Katie loves a good clap back. I think yeah. in the situation with LeBron, allegedly they said something disgusting about Brawny, which yeah. I'm not yeah, going to repeat. Yeah, I remember that. Get him and out of here. And here's, here's the here. thing. Like, you can't just talk crazy about people's family members. You yeah. know, I, I go yeah. back to the garden when they were chanting, Trey is balding, and they were shouting, you know, F you and things like that. And Trey was like absorbing. He's like, yeah, I'm here. What's I'm up? Like, it. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm going to knock fine. it down. Yeah. You know, 
critiquing someone's appearance and something as trivial and juvenile as that is one thing. You don't yeah. disrespect someone's family, their children, yeah, right. you know, yeah. their wives, their spouses. You, you just don't do it. And also, yeah. it's like a cardinal sin. You're courtside. Yes, you're in yeah, Indiana, yeah. but you're still courtside. You know yeah. what I mean? So for you to be courtside, to be to have that close of a proximity to some of the greatest basketball players in the world and in the history of the game, and you just make an ass out of yourself, like right. it's embarrassing. Like you should be embarrassed for yourself. So right. I'm 100% for LeBron removing them. I don't think it's sensitive yeah. at all. I think there's a line. Once you bring someone's family into it, all bets are off. And stop yeah. playing the victim. Like it's, it's so funny. Like when the fan gets caught, they're like... Hey, well, what did I do? No, happened, you know exactly yeah. right. You know exactly what you said. Take your take your ass home. Right. And then you know the girl, mean? and I think her her brother or her boyfriend, whoever that was with her, and she's like making a little like sad face. Like, huh, like yeah. you look yeah, ridiculous, no. girl. Right. Like mm-hmm. you right. look dumb. Right. You just got Respect kicked out by LeBron James courtside right. Right. in Indiana. Right. Like right. you didn't win this battle. You lost it. You look crazy. So Listen, I'm, my message real quick to fans, y'all better enjoy these courtside seats and sharpen up because soon. Yeah, they gonna make y'all put some VR goggles on. You ain't gonna be in the building no more. Stop playing. We done seen it. It's happening. And moving on to moment number four on the 21 most certified moments of the year. Listen, I'm uh, gonna go with the Anthony Edwards dunk on the Toronto oh, Raptors crazy. in February. Listen, Yo, I am a huge fan of Ant-Man, all right? Mm. I love him on the court. I especially love him off the court because he makes no excuses or no qualms about who he is. He didn't know who Alex Rodriguez was. He didn't know what some movie was. Like, he lives in his own world. It's Anthony Edwards' world. We're just living in it. But I think, (laughs) I think, listen... This was in, I believe this happened in February. Probably one of the most disrespectful dunks ever. Yeah. Dis- I mean, <laughs> it's one It's one thing to see the video, right? The arm stretching yeah. back and the way he yeah. just dunked in that. But the photo? <laughs> oh, my goodness. The photo was just was like crazy. hang it in a museum. Put it in the yeah. Louvre next to the, the Mona Lisa. Like, it was incredible. Like, for me, if that happened to me, just yo, coach, just like let me sit out for a couple of plays. I can't, I can't, don't do this. If that happens hey. to you at the park, you gotta walk home. Yeah. We need to see Anthony Edwards <laughs> in the dunk contest. Stop. Oh, there Ooh. it is. Put there him in is. the dunk contest, right with Miles Bridges, there it is. right Chris with all the it. other guys. Chris I think Anthony Edwards, it. my money's on Anthony Edwards to win that joint. Anthony Edwards has bounced like I haven't he seen does. in a while. I mean, yeah, to be his height crazy. and just, and you, it's just, you don't expect it. Until it's happening to you, right? Until right. you know, he's just going to go up for a layup. No, sir. He's about to bang on you. And now, look, you, you've gone viral. Right. Now, right. put that boy in the dunk contest. I want to see what type of creativity he got. And Stop I remember a few, uh, a few weeks back, you were saying that, you know, a lot of players are asking for a lot of money in dunk contests. No, let's just, let's just get back to the passion. Let's get back to the love. Yeah, and people bragging like, rights. Exactly. Right. And people like Anthony Edwards, you have a good point, Chris, where I know for a fact, if you bring an Anthony, if you bring a John, you bring different people the ratings will be crazy. The kids will be glued roof. to the TV. Yeah, it would be insane. You know why so, it'd be dope? Uh, because it would be like the foreshadowing of the future of the NBA, right? We've already yeah. seen, you know, what LeBron can do. We've already seen yeah. what Steph can do. And we've been watching it for seasons. And although we still love watching it, you right. know, seeing that next generation is always exciting because it starts getting your gears turning on what, you know, they will look like five years from now. Who's going to be, you know, the, the LeBron of the league five years from now? I think it'd Absolutely. be cool to see a whole dunk contest just geared around the next gen of the NBA. It'd be dope. Now, will they do it? You might have to pay them because these guys are about their business, okay? 
I think these young guys, whether you like it, whether you respect it, whatever, I think what they're doing is they're taking the blueprint of LeBron and KD yeah. and Steph yeah. that was set before them and, and the late, great Kobe Bryant. Like, yeah. listen, basketball is a short time in my life, but I need to go right. ahead mm-hmm. and set the foundation for my future. And this is my future. And I, I love that they're about their business at such a young yeah. age. I'm here for it. I think, you know, LeBron and them were not like that when they first got into the league. They came, yeah. they became that way over time. And I think these guys are kind of learning by the examples set before them and saying, we're going to start early. Like nothing comes free anymore. And I'm here for that. I, I like that. Yeah, I get it. Just I don't agree. play with my emotions, man. We want to see some highlight real dunks. I want that grit back in the dunk contest where yeah. people actually were trying to go after each And if Anthony Edwards is a dunk contest and he wins, you know he's going to talk some shit after. Oh, I you absolutely know it. And then he's going to come back next year and protect his crown. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. We moving on to moment number five. Jadakiss smoked Dipset mm. in the verses at Madison Square Garden so mm. badly that Cameron started getting booed. <laughs> and if you start getting booed at home, nah, you got to pack it up, bro. You know what right. I'm saying? I was just listening to some Cam earlier. It's not this right. man. And it's just crazy because these are New York legends. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. these are people that I grew up on. If you're from New York City, you, you done bump some Kiss. You done bump some Cam. You done bump all of them. But at the end of the day, man, you can't sleep on Jadakiss, man. That nah, boy got more. Cameron was one of my first crushes. Oh, wow. Him and Alan. It, hey, it was Kim. him and Allen Iverson. Kim wow. made it cool to wear a pink polo. I'm not going to hold you. Before him, Listen, you, you couldn't even really rock one. Also, fun fact. This is this is actually fun facts. Cam okay. was the reason I bought my first pair of pink Tims. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got them and from. I bet Mo- you made I them joints look good. They were fire. I used to wear them <laughs> with my. I used to wear my North Face. Everyone from New yeah. York knows what the North Face was. And yeah. I remember getting them from Rest in Peace to Models. Everyone from New York oh, knows yeah. what a Models days. was. Uh, yeah, the Models. Those are the, the, the days. Yeah, you gotta go yeah. to Mo's. Yeah, that was yeah. a vibe. But listen, in that verses though, yes, the locks smoked. Dip set, <laughs> but really nobody really lost. It was a moment for New York City culture. Like that was, was a moment. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree one hundred percent. We need more moments like that. And we was talking about that last on 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 a, a previous episode of the pod. Like, what would be better than that versus except like having Knicks versus Nets at Rucker Park? You yeah. know what I'm saying? That would almost yeah. be like the basketball version of of that. You that know what I'm saying? Be. And yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be fire. That'd be fire. And in that case, you know, it's gonna be a winner. I don't know who the winner would be. I'm not going to go ahead and say that the, the Nets will win that game because anything could happen at Rucker Park. But anyway, that would just bring the city Lisa, together. What I need that for, game. What you got for moment number six? <laughs> look at, hey, look at that. What you got for moment let, number six? Before I go, I was going to let my man talk because the NBA <laughs> please had that damn game at the Rucker. Because my man been talking about this every day. On a, you know, 21 most certified moments of the year, I got to go with Drake and Kanye coming together um, to bring more light to Larry Hoover. And, and another thing, Facts. most importantly... Not to just Larry Hoover. These guys are just showing us, you know, as friends, sometimes you'll have fallouts. As friends, sometimes things won't go your way. But it's a must that you always come together for unity. And to anybody out there that's having a, uh, you know, just an argument or something with a friend or a family member, just come back together. Just like how Kanye and Drake came together to just bring unity uh, so the world could be a better place, especially as rappers. You know, a lot of negativity sometimes goes on in the rap world. And these guys are showing us it doesn't matter what happened in the past, it's about the future. And to see these guys come together and to possibly, you guys can check me if I'm wrong, have maybe the best concert 
I don't want to say of all time, but have one of the best concerts ever. It just shows us that, you know, we're better together than just, you know, attached. Yeah, I mean, listen, Kanye is a visionary. You can say a lot about his politics and his ideas outside of music. But I can tell you there have been a few artists that when on the first listen of their debut album that made me fall in love. Yeah. You know, and Kanye is one of them. I mean, I remember listening to the college dropout. And mm-hmm. I stand Kanye for years. I mean, yeah. 808s, my dark, twisted, beautiful. F- I mean, listen, the list goes on and on. I mean, yeah. graduation. I mean, he is absolutely a genius when it comes Mastermind. to the music game. Yeah. I mean, even his, you know, visionary of what the stage look li- looks like. The yeah. stage was beautiful. Yeah. I yeah. wonder how Pusha T feels. Mm. That's what I wonder. I wonder if yeah. Pusha's like, Kanye, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you made me beef say. with this man, Drake. I revealed his son to the right. world just to right, make right, up with right, him. Right, you got me right, all right. the way messed up. Like, all all I'm going to say is I, I never want to smoke with Jay Prince ever mm. in my life. Because the way that man had Kanye reading off that piece of paper or whatever it is, it was like, hey, yeah, blink twice if you're okay, brother. We got to make sure. Oh, Jay Prince might be the strongest man in in, in, in entertainment, yo. Right, right. He's, he's over there pulling strings behind the back. Yo, we, we good on this side, Jay Prince. I'm your mans. Right. You my mans. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want no smoke. It is oh, interesting, man. though. I mean, I loved how everybody was like so hyped for this concert. Most people don't know who Larry Hoover is. If they That's knew sad. who he was, they'd yeah. probably be like, so why do we want to free him? Like, right, 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 right. I don't think that somebody we should be advocating for. <laughs> and there's a lot of people who are in jail unjustly, and there are a lot of people who deserve to be released. <laughs> right. Larry Hoover's not quite one of them. And I <laughs> no, think this, but he uh, has. No, to take stop, his defense. Stop now, to take To take his stop. defense, he Just has saying. changed his uh, life and helps with the youth and and helps with the uh, stopping of gang wars. So, you know, you make, you make mistakes in life. So it's good that he's changed his life. And and some of these things that's happened in the past, which we already know in the system, you know, these, these things are planted in in the communities to, to disrupt the community. He's one of those people that just like Rick Ross that, you know, he's changed his life. So I think everybody deserves a change, especially after 30 years. And it's important to to note that not only were they advocating for the release of Larry Hoover, but the concert as a whole was also advocating advocating for prison reform exactly. um, across the country. Mm. And which shout is... out to Kim K, too, because, you know, she doesn't get enough credit for what she's doing, especially for so many people that's on death row, to bring light, to bring resources so they can get off death row for some of these systems that are uh, sometimes taking advantage of people yes. who, who don't have money and resources. She was yeah. an advocate for a case that I was heavily involved with as well. Oh, wow. um, Julius Jones, you yeah. know, oh, he yeah, yeah. now is sitting in prison instead of being executed. And hopefully yeah. that case can be reopened. There's a lot of yeah. evidence that speaks to his um, innocence. But also shout out to Kim K, too, because she recently passed the baby bar exam. So she's one step yeah. closer to being a lawyer. A few, a few days ago. Wow. Which yeah. is incredible. I'm sure her father, the late, great Robert Kardashian, is looking down on her and extremely proud. So yeah. that's amazing. Unfortunately, her and Kanye couldn't work it out. That Kimberly hey, line didn't work. In that, but it, it happens, happens in that business. Yeah. It happens hey, in I that thought, business. Speaking of that, the Larry Hoover concert, I thought the tickets was free at first. But they said free Larry Hoover concert. I'm like, hold on, free? Hey, listen, <laughs> download the Hopper app. They got you with the quick, oh the, the quick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The free Hoover merch is like 200 yeah. a piece. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they should have made them we tickets free. We need to have a certified bucket 
uh, concert or Listen, something, man. All I know I, is I can't say all I know is Kanye and Drake better be putting that on that man's book so he can oh, eat ramen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop eating Fact. Cheetos oh, and stuff man. like that. Listen. <laughs> all right. So moment number seven on the 21 most certified moments of the year. Is something that started off as a fun time and became mm. a curse ultimately very, very quickly. Mm, 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 and mm, that mm. is the Bing Bong video oh goes viral after the Knicks get a win on opening day against the Celtics in October. Look, Bing Bong was fun while it lasted. And when I say yeah. fun while it lasted, I mean like four games. Here's why. For a multitude of reasons. One, every time we lost, the opposing team, social team, lack of creativity, would bing-bong us. <laughs> Second of all, most people, and this is what annoys me, all the TikToks and the memes and the videos, they don't know what bing-bong even means. For people who don't know what it means, it's the opening and closing of the subway doors. It's the sound that it makes. It goes bing-bong, bing-bong. Right, right, right. So hearing a bunch of non-New Yorkers bing-bong me to death really gets on my nerves. It grinds my gears. And then mm. I'm convinced it was a curse because we've been terrible ever since. So I'm just going to put that out there. This is what y'all get. Ah! This is what y'all get. Y'all got off to a five and one start. And they was real y'all was the shit. Y'all over here talk about, oh, what happens when Kyrie goes down and you only got two stars? Oh my God. Y'all going to struggle. And look at the Knicks now getting bing-bonged by the Orlando Magic. You turning bing-bong into ping-pong. Y'all about to be searching for them draft picks next year. It's over for y'all. Look at you, man. But here's the thing. It's not like the Knicks created bing-bong. It was a fan fan video. It wasn't like... Like yeah. it was a Knicks creative. It was a fan video that went viral because it was a bunch of Knicks fans. It was a bunch of true bred New Yorkers celebrating the New York Knicks. And yeah. then it just was the lack of creativity from opposing social teams. Bing bong, bing bong. It's not funny. It was maybe funny the first time. <laughs> it was maybe funny the second time. About seven losses after that, it's no longer funny and it's no longer original. Cut it yeah. out. You don't even know what the word means. Like, you wouldn't yeah. have been subject to the jokes if you won more games. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Ash. You see, that was unnecessary because I could hurt you, but I'm not going to. Let's get to the next one. You're being mean. I'm not going to do that. You know what? You know who else needs to win more games? And and we're moving on now to to moment number eight uh, on the 21 most certified moments of the year. Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers need to win some more games. Yeah, man. Number one, they need to win some more games just because of, by virtue of, if you're trying to keep Dame in Portland, right, you obviously want to have as good of a chance to get to to the NBA Finals. And granted, what we've seen from this Portland Trailblazers team right now has not nearly been enough. But, I mean, to his credit, we saw what he's capable of doing. Moment number eight for Dame is, you know, his 55-point game against the Nuggets. Yeah, he hit 12 threes in the playoffs last year. Insane. I mean, we know the man can play, and it just brings me to tears. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm holding some back right now yeah. because we want to <laughs> see Dame compete at the highest level, right? Imagine yeah. what Dame would look like in the NBA Finals. We already saw what he looks like when he's mad. We saw him hit that sidestep from damn near half court to mm-hmm. send Russ and PG home and then wave them goodbye. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine if he's in the playoffs. Imagine, forget the, imagine if he's in the finals with an actual full team around him and he's got to put the team on his back. I, I, all I, I want 
the best for you, King. I want you to be <laughs> happy. I want you to win games. I want you to live in a market where you can order oxtail from one spot, order Spanish food from so another spot, York. get Italian. Come so, to New so York, So basically, bro. there you go. Once again, I come knew it was coming, York. Ash. I you got to come to New York, Dame. Listen, you are the savior. You know what I'm saying? You can come fix. The Knicks need you. Look at their record. They're getting bing bong by the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Orlando Magic. You that wouldn't happen on your <laughs> watch, Dame. Come save the day. We saw your 55 point bomb and to against back, the Nuggets. And to back you up, Chris, Man. you have been saying this since day one on the podcast. So you weren't wrong. You've been right since day one. So come on, Dame. I think it's time to make a decision. Man. Yeah, listen. Uh, Terry Stott said it was the best player of performance he's ever seen. But listen, mm. we talk about this all the time and we talk about this with Dame and we talk about this with Bradley Beal. They can save themselves. It's just will you. Yeah. You know, it gets to yeah. a point where people around you can want the best for you. And I can I completely understand wanting to make a situation that you were brought into work. You know, Dame yeah. is, is a rare breed. He's not interested in chasing, you know, quote unquote, ring chasing. He wants to earn it from the mud. He wants to get it out the mud and he wants to get it with the guys he started with, or at least most of them. He wants to get and it with the- And it's smart to get it from the Blazers because they got the money. Right. <laughs> they and he got wants the, you saw him, I that. Don't he want two years, 107 million? Right. Yeah, he wants two that years. That is crazy. Listen, he, he wants to get it with, you know, the franchise that he's been with. But at the end of the day, sometimes the writing is on the wall and you just have to see a yeah. situation is not working. So it will be interesting to see if or when he ever makes that decision because there were, you know, the reports, you know, we talk about Bradley Beal. He's not in a rush to sign an extension with the Wizards. And maybe he's coming to that realization that if I want to win, I can't do it here as much as I want to, as much as I've tried. And, you know, Dame has to come to that decision as well. You know, there comes a moment in time where you reach the fork in the road. Are you going to go left or are you going to go right? Red pill or blue pill? And it's up to him to, you know, decide what he wants to do. Let's move on to moment number nine on the 21 most certified moment of the year. It's a tough moment, especially somebody I look up to, somebody that moved the culture, somebody. I will be honest with you guys. I didn't know this guy could pray like this. You know, rest in peace to mm. DMX. Right. Um, that was a tough loss for the culture. Um, and to be honest with you guys, I didn't know how spiritual he was. I saw a few moments where he was yeah. praying for people in the crowd. He was he was praying over people and just helping change people's lives. And that's that's a side that I think mm. the media didn't show until, unfortunately, till he died. So it just made me a bigger fan. So that was definitely one of the moments uh, that really touched me. I mean, for, for those of you who don't know, and, and I believe DMX was 12 when it happened, he had yeah. his weed laced with, with Coke or with yeah. crack or something like that. Yeah. Um, and he he spoke about it a lot about how that just like changed his life and when he had that done to him by someone who was close to him mm -hmm. yeah. you know so for him to have overcome that and then still going on to have the life and the career that he had and just have the impact that he had on so many right. people you know losing him was just such a tough blow sucks. Um, but at the same time you gotta understand that he's going on now to to bigger and better things we would hope. Yeah. Um, so just shout outs to DMX, man. I mean, still to this day, when you hear his music in the club, when you hear oh, his music in the car, different. you know what I'm saying? You just turn, it just, it it takes you up three yeah, different notches of energy. You can't just sit calmly. Nah, right. you can't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta go crazy, so. I mean, legend, man. you know, I talk about my relationship with hip-hop all the time. You know, my dad, shout out to Hollis Queens. You know, I was listening to hip-hop before I could even talk, and DMX was one of the artists that really changed my life in, in terms of music. You know, his... Obviously, his hype music was, you know, like you said, in the club and growing up in New York with the Rough Riders, it was a vibe. But for me, music like Lord Give Me a Sign and, and Slippin' and, and things like that, where he was really preaching and, and you could hear the pain in his voice, but you could also hear, 
you know, his faith and his lyrics were was so touching to me. And, and true story, when I was a, like a teenager, like in middle school, one of my prayers, because I didn't really know which prayer to say at night and things like that, I would recite a verse from Lord, give me a sign where he's actually preaching. Mm-hmm. And it just spoke to me. And I remember I would have those lyrics written on the back of notebooks and things like that. My relationship with DMX musically, is he's one of my favorites, will forever be one of my favorites. And you know, gone too soon. But like you said, he's, you know, we, he's in a better place and, you know, it's addiction's a hard thing. And, and I think it's, it's beautiful to know that even in his short life, he gave the world so much. He gave music so much. He gave New York city so much. And, you know, for that, we'll forever be grateful for sure. Rest in peace. RIP. RIP DMX. We miss you. All right. So moment number 10, it's the show that took over the world. I'm going with Squid Game. <laughs> oh, yes. my gosh. Oh, yes. Listen. I got in oh trouble. My listen. I got in trouble from that show. You did get in trouble. <laughs> we'll get into that story. But Squid Game, okay. listen, if you can... Lebr- LeBron to Anthony Davis, LeBron pissed, pissed off the director and creator of Squid oh, Game. crazy. I was pissed off at the ending of Squid Game. We're getting a Squid Game, right. too. But I don't think I've ever... I think it just speaks to how art doesn't need to be in a traditional sense. Who would have thought a TV show or a series in Korean would take over the world? You needed subtitles. You couldn't actually understand it. And I love that for people who are so like anti, you know, culture and anti the world. And this just goes to show that good art, just execution of whatever, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 111 million viewers it's the most me? viewed series of all time. We need to come out with something, y'all. We we Facts. playing. We got we too creative on this podcast, <laughs> Listen, man. But I think, it, man. I think also, us. Christian, before we get to your point, I think also it's important to remember, and this is such a dope story, is that Squid Game took a while to get to Netflix. The director and yeah. creator of that, mm, he got turned he down multiple yeah. times with that script. And he had to yeah. sell his laptop at one point to get money so he could eat and could live. And now he yeah. has the most viewed series of all time. So do not ever Incredible. give up on your dreams, guys. Because if, Never. listen, if, if this shows you anything, your opportunity is Never just one up. perseverance exactly. away. Shout out to them. Listen, Squid Game had me... Squid Game what had you me do, man? Had what me you do, man? Listen, I, so I didn't know the show existed until I was hanging out with a lady friend. Right, 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 right. Me and this lady friend watched episode one together. Right. And the understanding was, okay, she was about to leave. I'm going to watch episode two now. You watch episode two tomorrow, and we're going to come back together for episode three and binge watch (laughs) the rest of it together. Right. She did not watch episode two the next day, right? right? It took her a little bit too long to get through the series, and by the time she told me she didn't watch episode two, I'm not going to hold you. I had already watched episodes one, two, three, it four, five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Addicting yeah. as hell. And suffice it to say, me and this lady friend are no longer friends, right? She Damn. felt betrayed because I had, I had Dang, you know what I'm saying, moved on. But listen, <laughs> listen, man, I, I, I pledge allegiance, man. That show was fire. That show was so fire. It, and yeah. it was just like, the storytelling, you know what I'm saying? The actual, if, if you watch it, like I, I'm pretty green sure I'm not spoiling ass. right now. She, yeah, listen, she, hey, <laughs> listen. It, it's all right, red you know light. what I'm saying? There's other green lights. Green light. There's other green lights in the world. You feel me? We'd be all right. But no, nah, that show was that show was super fire. If you haven't already watched it, I strongly suggest it. I feel like everyone's probably watched it by now. Well, no, I guess 111 million viewers isn't a, isn't like everybody. Wait, so have you watched it? 
Oh, of course. I, oh. I came up with some shooting ideas. That's how I, I stay, you know. Oh. I, I watch I watch a lot of things. <laughs> I watch a lot of things that are out of the box because that's how you get creative. You know, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I'm not going to watch this because it's like this, like that. I like to watch everything uh, because it helps your uh, mental how to expand your brain. I'm going to tell mm. you one thing. I have never been more stressed out in a TV show than during the honeycomb episode where the man pulled the umbrella. <laughs> I said, oh, he's dead. There's no way he's about to get this off. <laughs> There's no oh, way he's man. about to get this out. Would have. And then on top of that, remember, each you know episode was based on a game, right? I was yeah. watching that. I was like, kids play this in Korea? This does not look fun. Yeah. I would have been stressed if they'd have told me to, you know, do the little etch out the symbol in that little right. cookie thing. I figured I'd have been stressed. I can't kid, do it if your life's on the line. No, but Chris, as you're a, very, you're very a, good at the pressure. As a child, yeah. I probably would have cracked that thing. Yeah. As a yeah. kid, no, you yeah, not. I'd have been if, if if your life's on the line, you'll be no, doing no, things no. you never I, thought. If my life is on the line, but I'm saying they're they're based on games kids play in Korea. Like as a kid, I would break the honeycomb. I can already see it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so it's crazy. I don't know. We, if you haven't watched it, definitely check it out. Go it's check it out. It's a dope series. And like I said, yeah. it's just really cool about, you know, seeing how they do, you know, how they, how they kind of do series and stuff in different countries and, and things like that. And it was dope. It was, a, it was, I'm looking forward to the sequel for sure. Yeah. Hopefully we didn't spoil it for anybody who hasn't no, seen we didn't the say, show. We didn't yet. say any spoilers. Nah, we, we didn't, didn't say nothing. I think we spoiled anything. They don't know you, know you made saying? a cameo. They don't know you made a cameo. <laughs> they don't know I'm in the show. They don't know you in the background. They don't know you got shot. They don't know you got shot, episode one. <laughs> red light, how you, how red you, light, green light. Me I'm the one red light, green light. That's you know, Chris, you can't stay still. You're right. Yeah, right. Y'all are very much so right. Moment number 11 on the 21 most certified moments of the year is a moment that I saw in person. And that was Kevin Durant shot in game seven against the mm. Bucks oh. to send it to overtime. The shot that should have beat them, mm. but he got so, his feet just too big, man. If he had size one 20. half a size, man. If he oh. wore size 19, it was a wrap. That's game exactly. time. But he didn't. But I mean, listen, the shot he hit, and I'll never forget it, it's a turnaround, fading, contested shot from three. I didn't think it was going in. I was like, nah, it's not going in. It goes in. I jump out my seat, right? Number one, you're not supposed to do that as media, right? You're supposed to sit right there. (laughs) I jump jump out my seat. I'm like, oh, no. Because I'm thinking the game is over. And and then come to find out it's a two. And and he he wasn't necessarily pissed. But after the game, he was like, damn, man, my big-ass foot was on the line. Big-ass toe was on. I'm like, man. I don't know where y'all were when y'all watched that game, but that is easily one of the best shots I've ever seen in my life. What about y'all? Kevin Durant's just entire game was one of the best yeah. performances I've ever seen in my life. I mean, carried that team if on you his can, back. If you can say yeah. a lot about KD, but you cannot say that man is not a hooper and a basketball right. player. Yeah. I know we had that right. conversation on, on Twitter yeah. or one, but he's both. Okay, I mean, and he yeah. did it yeah. again recently against the Pistons, dropped fifty-one, and they got him on camera saying, "Oh, that's light work." Now, I mean, this man yeah. is a bona fide hooper. But it's got to be heartbreaking as someone who was playing that many minutes, you know, by default, yeah. no Kyrie. James Harden mm. was a shell of himself. To be mm. that close and for your freaking big toe to get in the way, I would I would have a couple sleepless nights. I'm not even going to hold you. You know, if he hits that shot, I think the Nets are NBA champions. I mean, if he if, if that shot is a three and not a two, 
I, I think the Nets then go to the next round. They beat the Atlanta Hawks. I think that's that's an easy series for them. And then they go to the NBA Finals for the Phoenix Suns, and I think they they can beat the Phoenix Suns. You know what I'm saying? With, with, with James Harden and, and, and Kevin Durant and the other guys that are in. Spencer Dinwiddie, as I reported at the time, would have been healthy for that series. Yeah. I, I think that that had been, that had been, the Nets could have won a championship right then and there. So hopefully they can do it again. But man, that's a tough one for, for them to swallow. Not going to hold you. No, I agree with you, Chris. It's probably one of the best performers I've ever seen. And to see him handle that under like so much pressure mm. and to hit that shot like it was nothing, it just shows us that he's possibly, you know, one of the best to ever lace up his shoes to play the game of basketball. It's moment number 12 on the 21 most certified moments of the year. Let's get to uh, the moment number uh, 12 uh, on the 20, 21 most certified buckets of the year. I got to go with the legend, the living legend, Diana Taurasi. She was named WNBA's GOAT. The, yeah, the, yeah she, she's different after the fans voted for her. I think it was back like in, I, I don't know, I can't remember, probably like September. But like I told you guys before, I've seen her train with Skylar Diggins and I was watching her on the other end of the court uh, for a few days. And I was like, damn, like she's like me. Like when she shoots, she hates hitting the rim. She's never satisfied. She beats herself up in training. And that was the first time that I was ab- ever able to see her train uh, last year when I was with Skylar and I was motivated. I was like, damn, like this is why she's really good. Like she's very determined to be the best in her training. And to me, I, I mean, I agree with the fans. I think, I think we can say she's possibly who they say she is and who we think she is. And um, I, I think so. What do you guys think? It's the will to win for me. You know what I'm saying? Like she's out there. Anytime she's on the floor, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, I, she's got it. No matter who she's going up against. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's, you say the same thing about Kobe, right? And that's probably why, why they call her that. I mean, RIP to a legend in Kobe, but anytime Kobe laced him up, you know what I'm saying? He he don't want just numbers. He don't want just just buckets. He's trying to take your heart and get that dub. You know what I'm saying? And we see those same type of qualities in in Diana. Shout outs to her. She's just one of the best, one of the most electrifying WM, not even WM, one of the most electrifying basketball players to watch. Just Absolutely. because of how quick she gets that shot off so fast. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't even, man. Remember this idea too. Remember I said it first. How cool would it be <laughs> if All-Star Weekend, they had the winner of the WNBA three-point contest and the winner of the skills and they go against the NBA. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Of course, they can't do the dunk inside, but they'll do the skill and the three-point contest against the WNBA. NBA. Wouldn't that be cool? I, I would love dope. to see it. I think they need yeah. to find more ways to, to incorporate to WNBA incorporate and NBA. Because the, the end of the day, it's the same game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's basketball. Have them yeah. play. Throw some WNBA players out there with some NBA All-Stars. Yeah. Put them out there on the floor. Because at the end of the day, these ladies can hoop. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They, they coming legit. out there busting ass. I'm sure there's some WNBA players that can smoke some NBA player boots right now. Keeping it in the WNBA family, all right? At number 13 on our 21 certified moments of the year, I got to give it to a woman who I interviewed who was such a vibe, such a cool time. Erica Wheeler drops Sue Bird with a crossover in September. Oh, my gosh. Not only did did she cross her and then hit the jumper, but the way way Sue Bird fell, she fell forward and laying on her side like, you want to see a dead body? And she hits the (laughs) jumper over her and then runs up the other side of the court and totally is like, sorry, Sue, but I got to keep it moving. Pays her no mind. And look, Sue, Right. Another one, another legend, just across the board in basketball, not just the WNBA, just athletes in general. And it was like, damn, sis. And then Erica Wheeler did it the next game to somebody else. She's different. She's different. Yeah. Y'all Love remember, her. Yeah. Do y'all remember when 
DeAndre Jordan caught that alley-oop over Brandon Knight and oh, just like put him in a body bag him. after that. Yeah. And well, then his career just started to taper and decline from there. <laughs> into I mean, that's my guy. Great guy. But yeah. he, was, he was never the same after that moment. Yeah. If Sue Bird wasn't on the Mount Rushmore of WNBA players, she might have, you know what I'm saying, people might have started questioning her legacy <laughs> a little bit. That was right. nasty. I ain't never seen Sue Bird look like that before. That was, that, that was bad. Shout out to Erica Wheeler. I didn't know she had that thing on a string like lethal. that. Lethal, that happens yeah. to you in a game. How you shake that off? You just say, no one saw that. We good, we good. I, I'll just, I'll maybe try to laugh. Like, I'll, I'll fall and be like, <laughs> and then get back. <laughs> that's, I've never actually fell that way before. That's Yeah, that's, she that's fell different. forward. That was different. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. shout out to Erica Willer, though. Listen, there's a lot of young talent coming out of the WNBA. Definitely, if you haven't been watching, you better start watching. And that's all I'm going to say. Moment number 14 on our uh, certified moments of the year. That boy, Trey Young, is different. That he boy different. walked into Madison Square Garden, oh, game one, hit that floater. You know what I'm saying? To beat y'all Knicks. And, and that was really the moment where, if you'll allow me, Ash, to, to go on a little monologue as you like to do when it comes to your Knicks. That was the moment where you realized that the number four seed was a sham. You guys were not the fourth best team in the Eastern Conference. You guys needed some extra help. You know what I'm saying? You let Trey Young come in there and just take the breath, take the life out the arena. You know what I'm saying? This is a five seed. And then you don't improve in the offseason and you come back and look at you now. You're the 12 seed, 12 going on 15. And it's unfortunate. You guys needed some more help. You bring in Kemba Walker, and, and then you put Kemba on the bench after he done bought season tickets for his family. Embarrassing. <laughs> and when you need help scoring the ball, it's it's just it's just bad. And, and just go. Let's let's bring oh, it back man. to Trey Young. That moment right there. The Hawks beating the Knicks the way they did, coming in at Madison Square Garden. Trey Young is a bad man, but I mean. Good Lord, what's going on with your Knicks, man? This is the, we need to, this is the, the 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 autopsy of the Knicks episode. You know what I'm saying? We need to figure out what's really going on at MSG. Because something's wrong. Y'all not supposed to be down, y'all not supposed to be down this bad. Ashley, talk to me. What's happening? I wish, I, I wish everybody could see her face. Right face. Yeah, I, I wish, wish everybody I... could see her face. She, she looks at him like, she, just know, you don't want her looking at you like this. No, she's she not happy. Lethal, you have any, you have any <laughs> thoughts on, on what Christian said? Uh, I, I won't respond to this. I want to keep you as a yeah, friend. I'll I, pass. I, yeah. I rebuke what he said. Moving on. Yeah. Either yeah. way, before we move on, let's just give Trey Young his flowers, right? Outside of what he did to the Knicks. I mean, no, just I the will. way he continues to add onto his game, leadership. You know what I'm saying? He's, he, he, he's a dog, right? Pulling yeah. up from half court, hitting yeah. the, just a, the, 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 num- the amount of balls it takes to walk into an arena as hostile as MSG mm-hmm. and yeah. to have the performances that he had. I mean, I got the Knicks jokes off and, and that's whatever, but like, Trey is Trey is a beast. I mean, listen, it was it was a special time for the Knicks last season. Obviously, they're going through their trials and tribulations this season, still trying to figure it out. But like you said, mm. to walk into trials Madison to, to walk into Madison Square Garden is hard. New York in general is an extremely hard place to play, whatever sport you're in. The media will rip you apart. The fans Preach. will cheer and boo you in the same game. I've seen it with my own eyes. Like so yeah. to be able to walk into the garden and, and silence the crowd like that in their first playoff game in eight years. I mean, the garden was rocking. It was electric. It was loud. It was chaotic. It was just hostile, like you said. Mm-hmm. And Trey just proved that, you know, with his game, of course, we already knew what he can do. But with his character, you just found out how different he really was and how much he's actually built for just the league in general, but specifically for hostile playoff environments. So yeah. it, it it definitely said a lot about who he was and what he brings to the Atlanta Hawks and what he brings to the table just as a player in general. So cannot discredit him. But 
you know, I'm a Knicks fan, so that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Moving on. Number 15 on the 21 most certified moment of the year. I got to go with, you know, renaming of the Staples Center Boo. to crypto. Oh, yes. Com. This is this oh, is yes. this is something that I hate to talk about because Chris has been trying to inform us for months and months and months to look into this stuff. And we're going to look up to in 20 you. years. Chris is going to be a billionaire while me and Ashley are still trying to. 20 do certain years. things in life because he he invested his money into crypto. So they're doing something right because I think they p- spent about $750 million just to have that place changed. So, I mean, it's a sad moment in basketball because it's not going to feel the same, you know, you know, driving down in L.A. and not seeing the Staples Center. So it's definitely a sad moment to me in basketball. You know, it's funny. I didn't, I ne- I didn't put two and two together that the Staples Center was named after Staples. Right, like the actual store. Yeah, yeah. And who who still goes to Staples anymore? You know what I'm nah. saying? I haven't been. When's the last time you guys been inside of a Staples? Well, I, I actually, been I actually went room. there a few weeks ago. I had to go there to get some pictures printed, but it was just me in there by myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it was empty, right? And that just goes to show you if they're number one, the name Staples Center, right? That just that's world known. Everyone around the world knows where the Staples Center is, just like they know where Madison Square Garden is. Yeah. And for you to rename it. The crypto.com center. Oh, I mean, be honest, that just shows though, you be where honest. we are now. Well, be, be honest. Do you like the name? I know you're an, I know you're a big advocate, and a I, big investor. Yeah, I'll say this. I like the idea of the name more than okay. I like the actual name itself. Right. I feel okay. like they might have right. been. But I mean, listen, to, to the winner, go to spoilers. Seven hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. So you can name it. If I had seven fifty, seven hundred fifty million dollars, they'd have named it the Chris Splash Center. I'm going to be up? honest. Yeah. Let's raise some I'm going to be honest. It's I. People are still calling it the Staple Center. Let's just call it what it is yeah. you know what i mean they i know, can call it, yeah, I know call it logistically like media and stuff will call it crypto.com arena but the fans yeah. the basketball fans especially the people in la that is the house yeah. that kobe bryant built and that is the staple center yeah. so yeah respect but These are facts. it is what it is you know what i mean These so. are facts. all right well number 16 we're gonna step into a little bit more culture on our list of 21 most certified moments of the year. And it was the year of Pete Davidson. Shout out to the SNL legend. Because I'm going to go through some of his exes that he has dated (laughs) in such a short amount of time. Okay, let me go ahead and break this down for you. We have Cassie David, who is the daughter of Curb Your Enthusiasm creator Larry David. We have Ariana Mm, Grande. We have Kate Beckinsale of the Underworld Mm. franchise. We have Kaya Gerber, who is the daughter of Cindy Crawford. We have Phoebe Denver. I hope I'm saying her name right. She is from Bridgerton. And most recently, Kimmy Cakes, Kim Kardashian, well, no longer or soon to be no longer Wes. So Mm. I just want to go ahead and put the fellas that are listening to this podcast on free game. Pete Davidson may not be George Clooney in the looks department or Brad Pitt Mm -hmm. or Idris Mm -hmm. Elba for that matter. But the man is funny and he's personable and take it from a woman. If you can make a woman laugh, you can make Mm. her do just about everything. And you can thank Mm. me later for that advice. And Pete Davidson is the perfect example of everything I just said. You know what? I, sounds like I need a new wingman. Where, where Pete Davidson at? Hold <laughs> on. Tell him to pull up with me to, to, to the club. What's up, Pete? For real. He, I don't I mean, really know don't, too much about him. I don't know how him. he sliding the DM. He getting everybody. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't know too much about Pete Davidson, but I'm feeling for my boy Kanye. You see him trying to put his family back together. But you know what Kanye's mistake was? His mistake was changing the lyrics to Runaway to try to 
seduce his wife back on a song that he wrote for Amber Rose. That was mistake number one. Everybody knows Runaway. Matter of fact, everyone knows that entire album is about Amber Rose. And you thought that by changing a couple lyrics to suit me, that was going to make me come back to you? Kim filed for divorce the next day. She said, can we move this along, please? No way. I I didn't know that. And she said, I want my maiden name back. So screw this guy. Ashley, you keep us us up to date with the culture. I'll tell you that much. Facts. I ain't know that. Damn, yeah, you got to be a little more creative than that. You can't be doing that. He need to to check in with you, Ash, before making those decisions. That's like trying to re-gift something. You know what I'm saying? Like You already know. You already know that wasn't for you. That was not for you. Don't ever do that. But yeah, listen, everyone's talks about all his exes talk about when I say exes I'm talking about Pete Davidson they say when people ask you know what's the appeal of this guy how how does he get all these beautiful women and Kate Beckinsale said look he's a really nice guy and he's funny and he's easy to be around he's charming and listen fellas you don't have to do the most sometimes to get a beautiful just successful woman just be you and Mm. just be easygoing and fun it's Mm. life's hard enough relationships don't need to be so shout out to him you know who else is always going to be themselves? Moving on to uh, moment number 17 on the 21 certified moments of the year. LeVar Ball oh. is always going to be himself. Great and kid. that boy, that man wore an I told you so hat to LeAngelo Ball's G League debut. Hey. You know what he told us? He told us he was going to have not one, not two. He's going to have three boys in the NBA. And last time I checked, the G League is in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So number one, I mean... It just goes to show you that a lot of the outside noise, I know every news uh, outlet, every person on Twitter was was getting on LeVar Ball because of how he was parenting and, and all these other things. Right. And granted, some of the stuff that he did was a little extra. I think we all understand that. But you got to look at the resume. His son, uh, Lonzo, just signed, what, $80 million deal with the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. LaMelo, rookie of the year. He's going to sign that, Max. I think when it's all said and right. done, LaMelo could be, probably will be an all-star this year. Probably definitely will be a, a Max player in Charlotte. They're going to they gonna run him the bag. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then you got LiAngelo, whose NBA journey isn't over yet. It's just really getting started. I think he can end up on a team somewhere. LeVar Ball needs to teach a master class in parenting. Yeah. Right. And some people just need to put their pride aside because the way he does things might not be what you're accustomed to, but he got the resume. Listen. So yeah. shout out to LeVar Ball. He told us so and, and he executed, And I man. also think, you know, aside from whether you agree with his antics or the way he went about it, I think seeing a black father with three successful black children is a bigger message and it's a bigger thing to focus on than, you know, his the crazy things that come out of his mouth. I mean, he has right. three extremely successful kids in a league that is 1%. 1% of people who start playing basketball at a very young age and go and play into college, 1% of them make it into the NBA. And he has three kids in there. So... Whether or not you agree with, you know, him being so hands-on and whether you turn your nose down at the big baller brand, yes, there's some things that LeVar has done that are a little bit questionable and you look at him like, come on, like, can you let your kids live a little bit? But obviously him and his wife did something right because they have three successful kids. So shout out to LeVar. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. And I agree, like you guys are saying, he he puts confidence to his kids and everybody Mm -hmm. didn't believe in him at first, but his kids had confidence because he was always there for them. So shout out to him. And most importantly, you know, more dads out there, make sure you, you're you're trying to do your part to give your kids confidence because sometimes coming from the dad is, is a whole different uh, set point than a coach. Right. Uh, and also, mm-hmm. like, 
people don't give that same, you know, don't turn their nose down to people like Carmelo or D Wade or LeBron who are heavily involved in, involved with their kids and their career. I mean, Bronny's being, you know, groomed to be the next LeBron James. And then you have Kyan yeah. Anthony and you have Zaire. I mean, there are so yeah. many athletes who are so hands-on with their children and trying to make them the better version of who they were as players or who they currently are as players. Why is LeVar get smoked? Because his his you know he's a little bit more outlandish with it and a little bit more outspoken with it. The message at the end of the day is the same. He wants his kids to be better than what he is and what he was at their age. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm here for it. Never lost. You know what I'm saying? LeVar Ball became kind of like he 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 kind of made himself a sideshow just to get more eyes on his kids. Right now, now look, his kids are set up, and we haven't heard from LeVar Ball in quite some time. Oh, he know when to be quiet. He got last it now. Time he we got heard, the money. Last time we heard from LeVar Ball, he was trying to sell us some ten thousand dollars sneakers, <laughs> and they were you know selling. And they yeah, were selling. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he know we have. You know what? My he told us so. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, I ain't got nothing else to say, man. Shout out to LeVar Ball. Well, on that note, you guys, we're, we're at 18 right now in the most, you know, certified moment of the year. I got to go with my guy, Nicola, um, mm. you know, win the MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just happy to see a center uh, win MVP because the way the game has changed. And he's not just a center that's trying to shoot jump shot. He's a center that's trying to bang, that's shooting the left-hand hook, that's shooting the right-hand hook, that's looking for the cutters, mm. that's, that's doing everything we love to see centers do. And I'm just glad that the NBA is starting to slowly, it's not coming fast, but slowly start working through the bigs again to start the uh, offense instead of just coming down and working through the guards. I think he was honestly one of the most disrespected MVPs we've ever seen. I mean, people were saying, you know, shout out to Steph Curry and the amazing season he's having this year. And he also had an amazing season last year. But I mean, the Warriors were like ninth or 10th and they were talking about he should be the MVP. When have we ever had an MVP on a losing team? Like, stop it. Jokic was the reason the Nuggets went as far as they did. Jamal Murray was not there. I mean, he didn't have that extra star power. It was Jokic holding down the four. And yes, he's not your typical MVP. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't play in the sexiest market and he doesn't have the big name. He's not a LeBron or a KD or Giannis or a Jimmy Butler or whoever. But that is one hell of a basketball player. I mean, the things that he can do as a center, he is a cyborg center. He is a center right. that you, if you had to draw one up in NBA 2K, it would be Jokic. Put some respect on his name. Stop trying to clown him like he's not right. good. 26 points per game, eight right. assists, 10 rebounds per game. I mean, the man is a killer. Put some respect on him and stop trying to play him like he's not that guy. He's that guy. Absolutely. Listen, Jokic had my MVP vote when he showed up wearing skinny jeans and whatever (laughs) else he was wearing. That boy came through, lost I don't know how many pounds. That's the diet that we all need. What's up, Nicola? That's the the next step in your career, right? You got the the on-the-floor stuff on lock. You done lost a lot of weight. Market that. Make a a little workout video. You know what I'm saying? Get get your diet on. You know what I'm saying? Get the get the meal prep. You know what I'm saying? Put that together. Sell it for however much. I'm, okay. I'm trying to Christian, push out on game, Christian, man. He is a, he's a NBA MVP, not an Instagram model. Leave him alone. Okay. <laughs> Listen, he got to start selling that flat tummy tea. Jesus. You know the vibes. Oh, and on man. that note. <laughs> <laughs> we are at moment number 19, our on our 21 most certified moments of the year. And it's my girl, Brittany. 
because Britney Spears mm. is finally free. Her conservatorship ended in November. And I'm going to put you guys on game on exactly what that means. So when Britney had her, you know, little bit of a, a meltdown, if you want to call it, her breakdown, rather, she went on a conservatorship where her father basically took control of her entire life. Everything from her performance to her actual life, whether she can get pregnant, whether she can go on vacation, all sorts mm. of things. She was in that for seven years. Now, I don't know about mm. you, but you change, you change a lot in seven years. And she kept fighting, right. saying, hey, look, I'm OK now. Give me my life back. They kept right. denying it, kept denying it, kept denying it. She was forced to perform. She was forced to go on tour. She was forced to do things she didn't want to do. She couldn't even go to an ATM without getting permission. Think about that. Mm. You make millions and millions of dollars. You're one of the biggest pop stars in the world and you have to ask daddy for money. It's crazy. Mm. So in November, the conservatorship finally ended and she's free. And I love this. As a woman, I feel like women should have control over their lives. I think people in general should have control over their lives. And I'm just happy that she is now in a happy, more just independent space. And hopefully she can do things her way. I'm, I'm all here for that. So that's going to be yeah. an interesting uh -oh. sit down whenever she sits down with Oprah. Oh, you, you know, know Oprah. You know that's oh. coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know Oprah. Yeah, oh, by the time that happens, maybe it's you, Ash. We don't know. Listen, maybe, I, uh -oh. I would love you to sit Maybe that's going to be you, Yeah, that's going to be you. If that Megan and Harry interview was any yeah. indication of the type of chopper she going to let sing, the right. family oh, might want to go into hiding because it's going to get ugly. <laughs> it's coming. Hey, mm. throwback Britney Spears, she has some hits. Britney Spears is the different. queen. The you. pop princess. Put some respect on Britney, bitch. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. Nah, shout out to Britney Spears. <laughs> Moving on to moment number 20. You know, we sometimes we got to save the best for near last, right? Or, or something like that. Uh, moment number 20 obviously has to go to Candace Parker. Woo, woo, CP3, I mean, let's go. 13 seasons with the Los Angeles Sparks. Mm. And then leaves them, goes to Chicago in her first season in Chicago wins the WNBA championship. I mean, mm. and you have to look at the rest of the team, right? It's not like she was leading the team in scoring. Right. Right. She, she you had you had Kalia Cooper on that team. You got Allie Quigley on that team. You you got a bunch of different players on there that do it that are bringing different, you know what I'm saying, impacts. But having Candace, just having the leadership that she brings, having that veteran pedigree, I mean, just to go from from LA, just to leave LA in general, just to leave what you've known your entire career to to, to go to Chicago. I mean, just that takes guts in and of itself, and then to pull it off, right? To yeah. actually do it, I mean, yeah. nah. And I say this, Cap and and I say up. this all the time, you know, for for the fellas out there who are you know turn their nose down to the WNBA and they want to make jokes and they they want to they want to clown yeah. it and you right. know they want to look yeah. down on it and all that craziness. The same energy you have for LeBron when he made good on his promise to bring a championship to Cleveland, make sure you mm -hmm. keep that same energy for Candace Parker because she did the same thing. She said, Chicago, I'm coming home and I'm bringing a chip your way. And what did she do? Exactly. She brought a chip their way. So if you're going to call LeBron the GOAT and you're going to call him all the things that he is and give him exactly. props for bringing a championship home, the kid from Akron, make sure you keep that same energy from for CP3 because exactly. she did the same damn thing. And she's different. And and I told you guys, you know, I had the luxury of training her a few times and it was it was an honor because mm. there was times I was tired and she and I was like, man, you know, let's end the session. And she was like, no, no, no. I want you to train me longer. <laughs> she I said, man up, lethal, man I, up. Yeah, I want to <laughs> I want to take up more of your knowledge. And when she said that, I said, oh, damn, wow. she she really is with everybody's saying she is like she's really different. So shout out to her and keep up. How the does great that work. feel, Lethal? How does it feel to have 
one of the goats in basketball say that they want to soak up some of your knowledge. Wow. It, it means a lot. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, you guys know how much I love the art of shooting, especially you guys on my live when I'm shooting and stuff like that. So, like, to have people like her and different players, you know, respect what yeah. I'm doing, it's, it's like a dream come true. So, damn, you know, man. I'm, yeah, I'm very humble about it. Thank I'm real you, happy man. for you. That's Thank fire. You. And somebody that I would love to help with the art of shooting um, on the last moment, <laughs> moment number 21, on the 21 most certified moments of the year. Yeah, I got to go with Giannis. Um, Ooh, I was lucky yeah. enough to help the Bucks, not Giannis, but he went crazy <laughs> in the 2021 NBA Finals. Um, I was there one of the games because one of my clients on his team, these guys, so he was doing these blocking shots. He, the alley-oop was insane, by the way. Like, his motor was nuts. He got injured, Yo. still came back jumping. Um, he dropped 50. It, it was crazy. Giannis, man, just keep up the great work. Most importantly, Giannis isn't afraid to do things that people say he can't do. Giannis isn't afraid to to prove the doubters wrong. So keep up the great work. And, you know, from a from a trainer that's helping some of your teammates, keep making me look good, too. <laughs> you, know, you know what was most important, impressive about how they won that series. I mean, in the closeout game, the man shoots 17 of 19 from the foul line. Crazy. And, and we're talking about, it started in Brooklyn where you got fans counting him down yeah. from, from, you know what I'm saying, you're only supposed to be going 10 seconds and now this yeah. man's going damn near 25. Yeah. But I mean, for him to really put that on his back and actually hit almost all of his free throws in probably the most important game of his career just shows you what type of player he is. That man wants to win. And kind of like what Dame wanted to do, he wanted to win in Milwaukee, and he was able to do that, Mm -hmm. and not a lot of people can say that. Um, And just dominant on both ends of the floor. I mean, he's always going to be in the mix for MVP. He might not win it this year, but he is definitely one of the— Already, I I would already venture to say he's one of the best players in NBA history. And uh, he's also got other levels to go in his game. I mean, we're seeing him start to put that mid-range together. We're seeing him get more comfortable, lethal, shooting that three. Mm -hmm. He he just looks like it's in the flow of his game. That post-up, turnaround, fadeaway is starting to come through. And then you already know he can get from half court to the rim in two dribbles. I mean, it's almost impossible to stop right. him, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, and we, look, as we saw in the finals last year. I just want to say to the city of Milwaukee, I apologize Once to the again. Free Ash! Free, free, free Ash, ash man. Free we got Ash, ash. We got ash locked up in Bucks Prison. This is the end of the year. Have a heart. I was, free her. I was right. just doing my job when I was covering the Miami Heat. The rumors were there. <laughs> All I did was report them. I'm very happy yeah. for you guys. I'm happy you want to chip. Oh, I'm man. happy for Giannis. I'm happy for the whole squad. I, I don't know why you held it against me and still do for so long, but I apologize. But look, also speaking about the game, it was so dope because you could see the moment it switched in Giannis. Mm-hmm. It's like he got to that line and someone flipped the switch in his back and he said, oh, it's mm-hmm. game time. And he started hitting free throws and he just started getting into a bag, a level that we haven't seen. And it mm-hmm. was really dope because I think that a lot of people didn't think he could do it. I think a lot of us, me included, when they made that trade for Drew Holiday, you were worried about their lack of depth, right, on that bench and how it was going to affect Giannis having to play so many minutes. But I think this goes to show once again in this conversation that we're constantly having. Sometimes you don't need the biggest of names on a team to make an impact and to win a championship. Right. And I hope that this, you know, is a trend that we start seeing 
in the NBA once again. Stop with the super team. Stop, you know, trying to link up with your homies and stop trying to, you know, cheat the system and cheat the grind. Get it out the mud. We enjoy seeing that. Have two superstars in the rest supporting cast and and see what kind of magic you can create there. It, it's cool. It's better for basketball because it keeps us on our toes as fans. It keeps us on our toes as media. And it kind of le- raises the level of competition player to player. And, and that's what you want to see. I'm tired. You don't want to see the same teams in the finals every year. And this is not the 90s. Like, like, we did that in Chicago. We don't want to do that anymore. Like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the most fun thing about Giannis is he's a Nigerian from Greece, so he's still, like, learning a lot of American traditions. Like, he tweeted not too long ago that he, for the first time, dunked an Oreo in some that milk. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, yo, nah. This or he had, or he had the corn dog for the first though. time or the smoothie yeah, for the, the first yeah. time. And then yeah. the next game, you saw him on the sidelines drinking a smoothie, and he said, this is right. great. <laughs> We don't have this in Greece. <laughs> Shout out to Giannis, oh, man. man. Never change, yeah. Giannis. Never change. Facts. And look at the Bucks. They're rolling. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. Yeah, we, shout we, out we, to we might see a but we might see a Nets and Bucks replay in the in the Eastern Conference Finals well, and see what happens. Hopefully this time around uh Katie knows where the line is. Well right. <laughs> Listen, Sheesh. fellas, let's go ahead and end 2021 now that we've completed mm. our top 21 certified moments of the year. Let's end this year on a high note. Let me hear your new year, your new year resolutions. You guys know I'm heavy into the crypto space. Um, and I'm working on a uh, an, an NFT project of my own right now that requires me to be a little bit more disciplined in um in just how I use my time. And, and I feel like just the use of time is something that we can't get back. So we've got to be strategic with how we use it. So my New Year's resolution is for sure to just be a little bit more discerning with how I use my time and more efficient with my time for sure. Nice. Oh, Lethal, wow. what yeah, about you? Same. Um, just do better and elevate myself. Um not spending as much time like just on my phone as much, but mm. more like engaging in society. When I say engaging inside, I mean like in the real life, you know what I mean? And just being a better person and then just giving back more to the to the training world. So, you know, just being a better Chris. What's up? I need that. I need that that shooting class, Lethal. So oh, I'm giving back. I told, I told you, man. It's every. It's free. You and Ash should get free shooting lessons. You already know. Ash, when we pulling up, let's go. Let's Not make that, but the bottom of the net. Listen. <laughs> For me, I think obviously taking a next stride, hitting that next tier in my career. But I think also for me. It's something that I've been actively working on this year. And I think the pandemic kind of changed my mindset is I think I become I I tend to focus on what I haven't accomplished because I'm so goal goal oriented and I'm so like looking mm-hmm. towards the future and trying to, you know, control everything and make sure all the ducks, all my ducks are aligned or whatever the saying is. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. when you're focused so much on what you haven't done, it's hard to appreciate what you have done. And I've made yeah. a lot of strides in my career in such a short amount of time. And I think for me, mm. it's going to be about working towards the future, but also appreciating the journey and the process along the way. Because I think if anything showed us in this pandemic, you know, life is short and you don't want to go yeah. ahead and be so focused on where you haven't been that you kind of ignore where you are in this moment in time. So for me, living in the present, enjoying where I've been and looking forward to where I'm going to go. So. Hell yeah, because yeah. we only going up from here. You, right. you know the power, power, power team right here, man. <laughs> yep, certified buckets to the moon. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> All 
All right, guys. Well, that is a wrap for this episode of Certified Buckets. Fellas, how are you feeling? Man, it's been a great up. year. Let's Hell get yeah. it. I'm ready. Yo, let's we, get we, it. What's up? Where we at with it on New Year's Eve, Ash? Come to oh, you in Miami. I can't even <laughs> yeah. pull up on you. I'm trying to turn up. Lethal, what's up? Pull up to New York. Nah, man. I'm, I'm going, going to the gym. You're getting that long one. He's going to be in the gym. Yeah, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the gym. I know you're going to use in the gym on Thanksgiving. No days off. That means hot. It's me. I'm still not over that. My man ate five plates on Thanksgiving in the gym. How is he going to burn more than calories? Listen. You already know. I think a couple ways. Well, all right, guys. Make sure you do yourself a favor and hit that subscribe button. Rate five stars and drop a review if you're listening on Apple. And don't forget to shoot your shot on social media at Certified Buckets. No vowels in the word buckets. And we are on all social media platforms. We want to hear from you. And if you come correct, you might just hear your comments on our next show. But until next week, until the new year, we out. See you in 2022. Peace. Peace. Love. Chicken (laughs) grease. No divorce.